Warning, we are about to spoil the entirety of Invader Zim Enter the Florpus. If you haven't seen the movie and plan on watching it, leave now and come back later. But if you have seen the movie or just don't care, then please stick around. I am the biggest fan of Invader Zim! I am too! Not scientifically possible! everybody and welcome to cinema roulette oh boy oh boy oh boy we're at the end this is the end of invader zim and dear lord what a finale it's either either way i'm satisfied if this is the finale or if it's the start of something new either way i'm yeah because there's still the idea of season three being thrown around i think but Mm -hmm. you know due to current world events that is a well hopefully still current world unless we're all dead yeah. Sorry, you didn't get to hear this episode. Yeah, honestly, it's just a really good episode. Oh, wait, this episode's shit. getting released sooner. We've been recording <laughs> movies. I think we mentioned this here in the first one or second one, but we're at, like, episode 83 with movies. Because <laughs> in case you have noticed, we go movie, TV show, movie, TV show, movie, TV show, and we record movies, and then we record TV shows and kind of insert the TV shows in between the movies, but we just have so much more movies than TV shows. We, we've been in the same room, and we've been wanting to get this <laughs> yeah. wonderful, clear audio for oh, all of you. so good. So that's been, even though the strain messed up. Oops. It messed up a lot of things, Justin. Oh, there were a lot of things messed up. My sanity for one. <laughs> you still have sanity and live in America? <laughs> Loser. <laughs> and any goodwill I had towards the strain is just gone. Anyway, Invader Zim! Enter the floor piss. <laughs> I want to cut that out now so you say yummy without context. <laughs> yes. Oh, good lord, this this was fucking amazing. <laughs> oh my god, where do I even begin? And I'm just kind of... Honestly, if you haven't seen it, it's an hour. Yeah. It's like an hour, 11 minutes? Yeah, so hour, 11 minutes. I'm just still kind of in a euphoria high. It's it's similar euphoria high to when I wa- first watched Promare. Like, just... I'm just excited, and my head is swimming, and I'm just like, oh my god, that was... I don't so know, that's a bit much. <laughs> but, uh, when I first watched this, because I w- I've been a big enough fan of Invader Zim, I say as my hand rolls down to my balls. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen it, it was great. It would have been great if it was a visual gag. Mm. Yes. Anyway, that's the noise your dick makes, sure. Fine, here. There you go. We have to be scientifically accurate. <laughs> Not scientifically possible. <laughs> um, but, okay. I get annoyed with people who watch Disney remakes because I think they're a waste of money. This is, this is off topic, but I'll work it back. Don't worry. And usually the reason is nostalgia is why they like it. It's something that honestly is really disgusting to me. Because it's like they're literally just preying off people's nostalgia and using that to make money. That's all they're doing. Anyway, this was a fucking heroin needle of nostalgia shoved into my neck. 
and I love this film. I may not be objectively judging this. I will say that now. Mm-hmm. But God, I love it so much. I'm slightly more objectively um objectively what's inclined? The word? Inclined? Sure. That works. No, it was still fucking amazing. <laughs> so good. Okay, where the hell do we start? I guess this one actually does get a synopsis because yes. there is a flowing narrative through a movie. Because it's kind of, you know, a movie and not 20 separate episodes of a TV show. I don't know. Clyden didn't decide to have a plot. Um, <laughs> well, it did, but... Okay, it didn't decide to have a good plot. There you go. Anyway. Anyway, synopsis, I guess. It has been years since Invader Zim. Has been seen by Dan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking back to it. Go on, go on, go on. We'll get to it. Don't worry. <laughs> go on, go on. I'll Let's... let you speak. I'll just be in the corner just going. <laughs> it's been years since Dib has seen Zim, and he he has kind of gone insane and locked himself in his room, turning into a 4chan user. <laughs> However, Zim finally shows back up. Dib is this disgusting chair person. And... Zim admits that he had been hiding in a toilet for the past couple of years. As to points out, like, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he... And Zim says, I did this just so you'd be weakened, and now it's time for phase two. There's a problem. Zim does not remember phase two. And Dib goes back to train to become his normal self. Zim tries to figure out phase two, realizes he has no idea what it is, and also he wanted to impress the tallest. But the tallest are literally thousands upon thousands of light years away <laughs> as Zim realizes they do not give a shit about him. Yep, they don't give a shit about him and they're just going on a straight line nowhere near Earth. He, uh, once Dib is back into shape, Zim is basically in a depression drunk coma <laughs> and just allows Dib to take him. Yeah, they, they don't show it, but they heavily imply he was drunk. He was drunk or just depressed. It's yeah. weird. And in a nacho cocoon. <laughs> a nacho cocoon. However, at the same time, Dib's father is uh, about to celebrate Peace Day. And he invented basically the iPhone as a bracelet. A bunch of kids are going to hold hands and celebrate peace. And will send an energy wave of peace. Just the world... Ooh. Hmm. That was weird. Uh, did you just move wrong? Yeah, like, it, I just felt it, and I think I, like, pull, pulled this muscle a little wrong. Yeah, on your neck. Yeah. And it's just like, like, oh, oh, nope, you're not supposed to bend that way. You're gonna <laughs> stop right now. Ah, that did not feel good. I specified the neck for the listening audience. I may have pulled a little bit of muscle, because I know last night I, like, did something to this muscle here, but now it's, like, there. The back of your neck. Now it's the side of your neck. Yep. The left side. Now it's gonna be the front. <laughs> Just jump over the table and strangle you. But Zim finds out about this. He still acts like he is drunk. Spoilers. Mm -hmm. Dib wants to use the big world event to show off that Zim is a real alien and they'll finally prove everything. Are you okay? Do we need a moment? Nope. I was just, it's weird because it felt like it was sticking out. So I was seeing the other muscle stuck out and it didn't. Okay. I'm high on life right now. You're high on Zim. <laughs> yes. What a great drug. I need to do this more often. <laughs> this can't be good for me, but I feel great. <laughs> um, okay. How oh, and Zim puts in a robot thing that will take over the 
the stage show, and he's like, yeah, Dib, you'll get what you want. Dib does not get what he wants. Yep. Zim instead kidnaps their father, hides him in prison, and instead takes over the world by pretending he is the new Professor Membrane. Just Professor Zim. He's just little Professor Zim. And he he upgrades the bracelets with some living organism and uses Mini Moose in order, after all the kids connect their hands, uses Mini Moose to teleport the Earth into the path of the tallest ship. Mm-hmm. It's not that the ship is the tallest one. The tallest are the emperors of Zim's alien. Because they're tall. They're, taller than Th- they're the, the tallest, so they must be smartest. <laughs> yes. They're not. <laughs> it's like the joke in the original series. So you're saying they're small. <laughs> no, they're tall and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but, so Zim technically succeeds at this point. And also, uh, Dib and Gaz are held hostage by a clone of Professor Membrane, who is their father, named Clonebrain. Looks just like him. Just, just like him. No difference at all. Nope. And he constantly serves them pudding. <laughs> Bad pudding, apparently. <laughs> this is the worst pudding I've ever had in my life. <laughs> oh, Gaz is great. But, also, it turns out teleporting entire plant causes some timey-wimey bullshit. Known as a Florpus, which will be a black hole that will suck in all the plants nearby and kill everyone. Well, yeah, it'll kill them, but it'll, it'll make, like, all the timelines. So, Zim is just kind of waiting for the tallest to get there. And Dib and Gaz figure out that they can trick their clone of a father to help fix Tack's ship. And then fly off to get their real dad out of space prison. Yep. Their dad still, for some reason, does not believe that aliens are real, even though everything is proving <laughs> otherwise. They break him out of prison, come back. There's a cool chase scene to get Mini Moose because if they reprogram it, they can save Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Earth go after flying. Earth goes into the Florpus. They're all panic- panicking as the father figures out how to use the moose. They figure yeah. out the well because he was fighting with Zim earlier. Too. Yeah, they fought the robots, which was rad as hell. But they eventually do get the moose. They enter the Florpus. Bunch of cool stuff ha- happens that we'll talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they save Earth the last minute. They go back to normal. The tallest go into the Florpus because they like to travel in straight lines and did not want to turn around. <laughs> a day passes. Uh, Dib's dad and the clone dad all live together now. Dib's dad is still proud of him, even if he doesn't believe in the yeah. aliens. After all that, he thinks it was still just a crazy hallucination. Zim says he won because he steals like a Christmas gnome yeah, it was, from it was Dib's a, front room. It was a clown dog. Oh yeah, clown dog thing. They Zim calls the tallest. They are dead, and the movie ends. Yeah. Holy shit! What a ride! <laughs> like the animation got such a gigantic fucking upgrade. It's not even funny. It is trigger levels of animation. I mean that is studio trigger. Yes, it is beautiful. Like and just thrilling. Like it's so fast and so well animated. It's just. So Oh yeah, this God. didn't hit the problem that we talked about in season two with the 30-minute episodes where it felt like they had too much time. Mm-hmm. They still filled it with enough jokes and pacing to yes. keep it cool. Yes. To keep it cool and keep it focused. and It's just really fucking good. Holy shit. Like, I don't even know where to begin with, like, the action scenes because that was so well done. It blew my fucking mind. <laughs> it's just so well paced and the creativity allowed, especially since... <laughs> 
um, the main chase for Mini Moose. That is as the planets are being sucked into the Florpus. So every the gravity is all messed up. They're mm-hmm. jumping planet to planet from smaller ones to giant ones. It's just so creative and so cool. It's just, it's so fun to see sci-fi that's actually, you know, creative like that and just has these weird, crazy things for no reason that are just cool. Like the space whales, that was so cool and pretty. Yeah, they had random space whales flowing around that would, that dive into yeah. a planet at one point. She's cool. I love like the creatures and the different plants and just the crazy sci-fi world that Jonan created there. Yeah, honestly, it's such breakneck pace mm-hmm. on the jokes and the the design of everything yeah also they bring back the colorization of season one mm-hmm. so the skies are the instead of being a normal blue or whatever they're these deep <laughs> reds and yeah. purples it's gorgeous to look so at so pretty <laughs> there's something so comic booky and anime about this sh- even the first opening minutes yeah. are done in a joking like over the top <laughs> anime style yeah like in the uh, in the series you could absolutely tell that Jonan Vasquez was heavily influenced by anime in a lot of moments but here he just straight up pays homage to it in the opening <laughs> yeah it, and it's really beautiful <laughs> like it, honestly I would pay <laughs> so much money to see an Invader Zim episode done in that Same. style dude if they make it a series they have to have like an anime themed episode like that that so would be awesome. It's like JoJo meets Studio Trigger <laughs> for that. It was so cool. And or uh, when they're in the Florpus, since reality is falling apart, they keep changing art styles, and they go yeah. from like puppets to uh, like metal covers to like, like to claymation this. and different stuff. Claymation. They they turn to robots at one point. They <laughs> they have, are, they're just dogs dressed up in costumes, dressed as the characters. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I love moments like that because it's just the creative team going crazy. There's a similar moment in Gravity Falls where they're all going through the little world things that kept switching animation. Yeah, the uh, reality bubbles. Yeah, and I do love how at one point in Gravity Falls they actually did show the actors actually like doing As the characters screaming. (laughs) It was so cool. But yeah, just moments like that are just awesome. (laughs) That's something that... Because you mentioned a few minutes ago of that this is a very different type of sci-fi. It's something that I wish was explored more where reality is just thrown out the window and you do what you use sci-fi like fantasy. Exactly. And it can just be whatever, as long as you have enough jargon to explain it. Exactly. That's the thing. And it's just, it's, it's trippy. It's like really trippy at times, but that just makes it cool. Go all out. Be creative. Make these wonderful, crazy little and big worlds that are just, uh. Yeah, sure. The internet will nitpick you, but those people have no lives. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're bound to get nitpicked at some point in time. It's the internet. Yeah, we were watching a movie. We were like, oh, so there's just oxygen in space. And I had to look at you and just go, is that really the biggest inconvenience at the moment it's not it was just kind of bucky me just slightly just slightly i was just i mean they've done it before where they talk in space i know well actually in in space zim always when there was no oxygen he always had to put the helmet thing on yeah here just was... everyone can breathe in space puppy can breathe in space it's fine it's getting sucked into the vortex so you can breathe sure mm-hmm. <laughs> or all i think of is uh in jimmy neutron there's an episode where they're uh going oh, to the yeah. They're going to the moon, and it's uh, Sheen and Carl in two side rockets. And Sheen asks, 
how are they able to breathe in space without helmets? And Jimmy starts to explain, but it hard cuts to yeah. Carl singing over all the explanations. It's, that's a hilarious moment. Well, you see. <laughs> it, I just wish sometimes movies wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, but you need that balance, too, of saying the tone where you don't need to question this. The mystery science theater theme explains it best where it's like, if you wonder how he eats and breathes, you should really just... No. If you're wondering how he eats and breathes and other science facts, you should remind yourself it's just a show. You should really just relax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so true. <laughs> it's only if it really hurts the story when it starts to become a yeah, problem. Exactly. In this one, it's like, okay, sure, there is a yeah. moose with mega abilities to <laughs> teleport the world due to children having slime on their wrist. Yeah. Mini Moose is sure. the best. <laughs> yeah. Mini Moose is adorable. Oh my god. But yeah, just so well done. Like, it just, it's such a rush, too, just because of how fast paced and wild and crazy the action scenes are. Yeah. It's just in certain finale, I just kind of stay there with my mouth agape. Like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> it captures what the show was so perfectly, yes. which was a big work, because there's also the Rocco's Modern Life, but I haven't watched it yet. Mm hmm. And that was the main worry is that, okay, is this going to be A, a cash grab, or B, are they actually going to capture what yeah. the show was? And you could definitely tell that Joan Vasquez wanted to do this and was just firing on all cylinders. <laughs> it was is 100% that feeling of, this may be the last thing I get to make. <laughs> yes. So I'm going all in. Yeah, and dear lord, it was fucking awesome. Just to design the animation and just how fast the action was was just so amazing to me. <laughs> The jokes are top-notch. The yes. visual humor is hilarious. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really hard to show over yeah. podcasts, but, like, Zim pointing at Dib. But point. since he's holding him with one hand, he raises his leg <laughs> to also point at him. Yeah, it's just, it's a great mix of slapstick and just hilarious lines, so. They even use cartoon sound effects yeah. effectively. When was the one, I think it's uh, Dib, like, his eyes go wide, so they squeak yeah. for some reason. It's just, it's a little touch that makes you chuckle. Mm -hmm. Or when they're like, well, they were fixing the ship and the sound effects just kept getting more and more of the top, like his thumb and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then um, something that is also really cool is Professor Membrane gets way more screen time and he is He's hilarious. so well written. He has my favorite joke, which we copied in the opening. Yeah. Just not scientifically possible. <laughs> Yeah, he gets way more screen time, and just Gaz, too, just gets a lot of screen time as well, and she's the best. <laughs> and Gaz actually gets a heartfelt moment yeah. with Dib, which is... There's some really good heartfelt moments in this. Character moments, honestly. <laughs> and there's, like, the sort of cheesy moment of uh, Dib's dad saying, Son, I'm always proud yeah. of you. But it's even, done... even that was heartwarming. It was done so well. Yeah, it was a nice over-the-top moment, yeah. too. Where they're like the, they're in the prison transport ship, but it just breaks apart, and they're just spinning around in the atmosphere. And he lets him go. He's like, "No!" Falls towards her. Such an anime moment, my god. Yeah. <laughs> I also love after the dad comes back to fight Zim's <laughs> army of robots. Mm -hmm. After he's done fight, he poses with a cup, and the tea the falls. Tea falls back into his hand. He just catches the cup and just shoop, shoop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh lord. Jesus Christ. It's well written, well animated. It's just basically that's all I have to say about it. I'm trying to like think of like anything I can go into more detail about, but just the animation did amaze me, especially when we saw the uh, ship again. 
Because we talked about how in the original show, the animation is, the CGI is still really good. Yeah. But the only difference here is there's more detail on the ship. Mm-hmm. It still looks just like the show, and I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah, exactly. It still looks just as well mixed and just, just as well animated. So, Also, the jokes of, at people's own expense of stupidity, like the tallest... The only reason they die is because they don't want to not travel in a straight yeah, line. It's like, ah, you worry too much. Don't <laughs> be so negative. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a bunch of background jokes that nod to the show, but it goes by so fast, yeah. it's hard to see. Like in uh, Dib's Garage, you'd probably have to go frame by frame to catch the little things. It just, it's so much in one thing. Yeah. Also, a bunch of stuff that they show at the beginning when Zim's trying to figure out uh, Phase 2 comes back <laughs> in the ending fight, and it's great. Oh, yeah. Fucking hilarious. Like, Gur has some living donkey and a wooden sword, and he, when he goes to get the moose back, he jumps on it and then just flops over, <laughs> floats kind of away. Floats away, and then him, the donkey, and the sword just go... <laughs> Gur, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, when everything's going crazy, and Gur just goes... Well, I tried my best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just great. It's just, what a rush. Just what a rush. Holy hell. <laughs> if this was the way the series ended, I would not be disappointed. No. There is very little they could do to top this fight. Yeah. Except maybe actually getting someone killed. <laughs> but well, that might be too far, even. Yeah, even for Netflix, I mean, obviously, this is, they're still trying to sell this to kids. But. Yeah, well, I think this was definitely still a nostalgia sell oh, to yeah. the 20-somethings who grew up with the show. Definitely. <laughs> like us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it wouldn't work. Like, hurting the tallest is fine because yeah. they're not essential characters. It, it, a lot of the time, it just goes by cartoon logic in the series. Like, you know, these horrible things happen. Like, you know, if someone explodes, but they're still fine. Or, like, something ha- horrible happens, like Zim and... Um, Dib get turned into fucking baloney. baloney. But then the next episode, they're fine. It's it's Wiley Coyote logic. And that episode did happen because they address it in, episode, in uh, yes, season two. They do. <laughs> also, the beans thing I brought up, I didn't realize it was the pilot episode yeah. where that line was said. We were trying to think of where it was, and we're like, is it in the movie? Because we didn't remember hearing it. It must have just been in the pilot, and we weren't paying attention. Yeah. <sighs> What's wrong? Scared of beans, space boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, beautiful. <sighs> goodness yeah such such an enjoyable flick and just so well done the voice acting is fantastic oh, yeah. all the cast they brought that... back everybody pretty much <laughs> yeah and they they fit right back into the roles yeah. like a... like it's not i was worried about that too it's like it like maybe it was obvious like someone aged or their voice got lower or something but no they all sound exactly the same so even the person who did zim is having so much fun that must have just been the funnest fucking role. Even just through the series and the movie, it just must have been fun to just act arrogant and silly like that. And just yell about Just yell everything. about, you filthy human scum. You know, just all the time. You're lying! <laughs> so I'm thinking more of the visual humor, like the opening when uh, Dib and Zim finally meet again. It's raining, but you find out it's just Zim had a sprinkler going. Yeah. It's supposed to be all dramatic and stuff, but it's just a sprinkler. <laughs> or uh, his he makes 
a throne for when the tallest come and it's supposed to shoot fire but first it shoots out peanuts and then it's raining flaming <laughs> yeah. peanuts and well, hits him hit, as he laughs because gur got the button switched up he put he made the peanut button the fire button uh-huh. he's like oh no no hit try hitting the peanut button he's like uh uh uh, uh and finally hits it and it's flame, fire at first then it's just flaming peanuts <laughs> And he keeps trying to laugh as the flaming yeah. peanuts hurt him. He's like, ah, ha, 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 ow, 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 peanut, ow, peanut. Ow. <laughs> It's great. There's just so much in this movie. And the yeah. speed is oh. just top notch. It flies by. Mm-hmm. It flies by, but not too quickly. No, you're, like, you're not left wishing like, man, that was too short. I want more. No, it's like the perfect length. <laughs> yeah, because I think keeping up that speed for a full 90 minutes <sighs> might have been yeah. much. That's fair. That's 100% fair. <laughs> Which actually, that's nice to think about, like, that they didn't try to push for 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. They did. They went like, okay, this is a story. This is as long as it needs to be. We're yeah. done. I do like it when that happens. Like, there isn't... Because you can usually tell whenever that happens where there's something clearly added for padding or taken out because, you know, they wanted to fit it in a certain run time. Mm-hmm. It's nice when people get the creative freedom to do that. So... I'd be down for an art movie. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> There's a part of me that is worried that I won't be able to top it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he probably had all those ideas brewing just for the years between season two and when he was allowed to make this. Yeah. So. And it does leave the ending open enough to continue the yes. series if they wish. Absolutely. But again, if it ends there, it's fine. Oh, yeah. What a, what an, what a send-off, like, honestly. So. Oh, isn't it nice to watch a show with two seasons and I know, not hate right? it? Man, and not just want to kill ourselves afterwards, just be devoid of any emotion? No, I'm thrilled. It's not going to have movies that meet or exceed our expectations. You mean shows? Both. Yes. Both. It's so nice. So is that all you got to say, buddy? I, I think that's it. On Even though the first season was a bit hard to get through for us because there mm-hmm. was so much content and it's such breakneck speed that it's almost painful yeah. to binge. Like, I, this is this is a perfect example of why that kind of speed would not work for that length of time. It's yeah. just exhausting. Well, it works on a weekly basis, but mm-hmm. sitting straight through oh, it yeah. does not work. Mm-hmm. And then when it slow, it tries to slow down or be longer, it doesn't work as well because you're used to the pace. Mm-hmm. Which the fact this kept that pace is impressive. I know. But yeah, besides that, Invader Zim still holds up fucking fantastically. Hell yeah. It's one of those shows that I watch, and you know, I'm always worried that they won't hold up as well as I remember them because, you know, nostalgia and all that. But it, Invader Zim is just like Samurai Jack, in which I remember loving it as a kid, but upon rewatch, I love it even more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't know that. <laughs> I didn't watch Samurai Jack as a I kid. I was it, dumb. It's, it's on the list. <laughs> it is. It's on the long wheel list, which we will be spinning next. Yes, we will be. Um, is there anything else you need to say about um, it? Or? I will also say this is a solid show to point to when I get really annoyed with uh, some things that Cartoon Network puts out. Mm-hmm. I say Cartoon Network because everyone else has seemingly given up on making cartoons. Yeah, like, what the hell is Nick even doing? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. At the, well, they're making deals with Netflix at the moment, so yeah. they might be producing more stuff. We'll see. We'll find out. And I mean, honestly, having Nick do more deals with Netflix wouldn't be the worst thing, because then the creators might have more freedom to do what they want. Yeah. So. But what I was saying is, uh, not all Cartoon Network shows. I love Adventure Time, regular show. Well, yeah, but those are over. Amazing World, Gumball. All those are over. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Universe. But I'm talking about the 
bad stuff like Teen Titans Go, Uncle Brand, Uncle Grandpa, kind of. That's there are a couple of really funny episodes. Mostly, it's just trippy and weird. And it's it's fine. It's yeah. a fine kids show. Clarence is okay, but this is where I like to point to when it's like this isn't about story. Isn't about being deep in any way. I mean, there are sometimes yes uh, commentary, but and I mean, Adventure Time is known for having super deep moments. Yeah, Adventure Time has deeper moments. Steven Universe does, but I'm talking about their crazy wacky stuff mm-hmm. like like uh their thundercats reboot where it's like oh you're just mad because it's a kid's show and it's comedy no i'm mad because there are shows that are just based around comedy being stupid yeah that still treat the kids with respect and have fun with what they're doing instead exactly instead it just feels very like you know ch- churned out like this is assembly line cartoons here like teen titans go i mean teen titans go literally has an episode they admit they made in a day yes but it's, it's like it just you can feel just there's no creativity or just getting it out and it just looks cheap like and it treats the audience like they're dumbasses and that's the worst fucking part i even though kids will watch anything that doesn't mean we should show them just yes. anything treat them like they're fucking thinking yeah. Spoiler alert, kids like it when they do that. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not just that. Kids will remember your show. There's yes. a reason people watch Enter the Florpus. It's because Invader Zim had such an impact yeah. on them. It, there's a reason, yeah, that it's still relevant nowadays. That, like, you know, people still <laughs> watch it and remember it and say, hey, that was great. Yeah, there's a reason stuff like Fanboy and Chum Chum have gone to the back of people's memory. It's because it was just stupid, gross I forgot out that humor. even existed. I didn't because it horrified me. Well, fair. <laughs> or whatever that puppet burger show was. Do you remember that? There was a Nickelodeon show where they had these really gross puppets that worked at a burger joint or something. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I think I think that was past the point where I stopped watching That's fair. and stuff. There's like a six or seven year age gap between us, depending on how you, our birthdays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, there, there were so many shows when Nick went downhill without... After Avatar ended, I want to say it was around. I mean, time. there was Legend of Korra, obviously. Legend of Korra came later, though, and that was after I even stopped watching Nick. Mm. Um, and I still do need to see that series. But yeah, after Avatar, it just kind of they everyone stumbled around doing these terrible shows. It wasn't until like Adventure Time came back yeah. when we got good stuff like Adventure Time, Gravity Falls, regular show. Oh yeah. But it was just this terrible period where we didn't treat kids with any thought. It was just loud, annoying shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, thankfully, yeah, the, we had that renaissance recently. I, um, is Steven Universe the only one that's really still going? No, that ended. Oh, yeah, that ended, didn't it? Yeah, that had a final, like, victory lap season called Steven Universe Future. Wow. Yeah. So we don't... Uh, the only show that I really know of that's super good is um, Infinity Train. That's still going. Yeah. And that show is heavy. You told me don't binge it just because it's so heavy. Yeah, it was clearly compact into uh, one season. Like, they couldn't even have filler episodes, so watch it one at really? a time. Really? So it's more... Uh, it's like eight episodes. So it's more serialized than episodic. Kind of? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's literally on a straight train. How yeah, else are you supposed to? I know, to? but... <laughs> uh, and apparently season two is even darker, so there's Fun! that. <laughs> more darker and more existential. Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that sometime, yeah. depending on how long the show goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just it, we had this little renaissance and sl- sa- sadly slowly starting to die out a little bit. I think it will bounce back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, going back to Invader Zim, this was shown. Even though yes, you can be like, oh, but you talked about how the jokes are a bunch of yelling. 
it's still timed and well-paced. Like, people knew how to write this. It's still super entertaining, is the thing. It has this kinetic energy that you kind of have to love about it. Like, it doesn't have to be deep or meaningful. It's just, it's entertaining, wacky, and fun. (laughs) Yeah, the best way I can describe it is, if you look back at the time when ASD, when Astiff Movie was a big thing on YouTube, Mm -hmm. the difference between Astiff Movie and the rip-offs... Because Astiff movie, even though it is just lol, so random humor, there's still good timing yeah. with it. Yeah, well, there's good timing, and it's just so well-paced. Yeah. <laughs> While the rip-offs, it's still lol, so random humor, but there's something off about the timing. Like, the yeah. person literally just thought about the joke as, okay, you hear the joke, you'll laugh. Easy. Mm-hmm. But no, you, there, there's kind of an art to the mad. There's a method to the madness here. <laughs> there's a rhythm to it. Yeah. The t- it's yeah you're right it's very much the timing and just when knowing when to cut it off and or to keep going <laughs> or if i want to stretch it even more you know comparison no one has made before okay let me hear it in Verzim's comedy is like jackie chan's uh fighting huh there is a a rhythm to jackie chan's fighting you can't see it when you're actually watching it be done well mm-hmm. but without it you notice it's missing yes choreography it's very it's very important yes so, and you will definitely notice it like even well if you he actually does it like a day like this has been talked about in yeah. interviews and uh retrospectives of him mm-hmm. where he has a beat to his fighting that's why uh his 80s movies are so good because he directed them as well oh yeah that's he uh, he did heavily direct his fight scenes huh? mm-hmm. ah. oh he had his own stunt team oh wow because a lot of people couldn't keep up with his uh pace nice yeah, there's just a certain art to it. And even if you don't know why it feels off, you will notice it subconsciously. Yeah. If you can't pinpoint it, it's it's there. You'll notice. <laughs> and there's a weird, long monologue about hey, why Invader Zim is fucking great. I'm fine with that. So, because before that, we were only at like 28 minutes. So, <laughs> and that's with the extra few minutes at the beginning. But I'd like... I'd like to know we probably talked deeper about Invader Zim than we did about Jacob's Lair, which will piss some people off. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> or about a bunch of J-horror. Yeah. Sorry. B- Jacob's Lair. I need to bleep you. Because <gasps> we won't be doing it in the mouth. Please forget it. Yeah, it's hard to remember. <laughs> Jacob's Lair should be done by now, because that's after yes. season one. Yes. Yep. Okay. It'll be done by now. Sorry. There's going to be so many bleeps in these past few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're wondering what the random bleeps are, they're spoilers. Ladies they're no, just spo- a heads up. They're spoilers for me. They're spoilers for uh, movies that we are doing later. Yes. Much later, like episode 80. <laughs> and, and silly old me, because we recorded them before this episode, always forgets. It's like, damn it, that's a spoiler. <sighs> but yes, that is a send off to yes. Invader. A little love letter to Invader Zim. Invader Zim, we salute you. <laughs> What if we could interview Jonah Vasquez? Dude, I don't yes. know how I would talk to him because I think he would be an asshole. Like not probably like <laughs> like not that he is actually a jerk, but yeah. he would pl- he might play up that he's a jerk. Yeah. Well, it's just hilarious because you can tell, like especially with Zim disease, he just hates people. He does. <laughs> or it would hit the uh, paradox of Harrison Ford, where you can't tell anymore yeah. if he hates everyone or not. I'm love that about Harrison Ford he's, you know he plays it up to a degree like you can tell he jokingly but plays how up. far is that degree exactly like you can tell he's playing up like the grumpy old man shit like I'm done with this shit but it's like 
it's he does it so well that he, he you should never tell if he's genuinely angry or just playing it up. Oh, I love him. What a what a man. What a man. <laughs> the man. The legend. <laughs> the Ford. <laughs> the Ford. Okay. <laughs> so is that it? Are we? I think that's it, man. That's it for Invader Zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold on. Mm. <laughs> I should probably do the same. Mm. Dear Park Water, it's great warm. Hell yeah. It's the only water I drink. It's spring water. Fuck purified water. (laughs) Honestly. Okay. So, we are on the long series wheel. Mm -hmm. The long TV series. So, this will be like Hannibal or like we did with The Strain. We will... (laughs) We said that strain. (laughs) We will cover one season of it, do a short series, Mm -hmm. and then come back to it. Yes. We have taken The Strain off. It will be replaced with Nikita after what, but is currently not on there. So that way we can be fair to the other options. Yes, since we took, as we said, mentioned before, we took the strain off and Nikita's there, but we're omitting it this spin just because we'd feel bad if we land on it. It's kind of cheap. Um. Uh, should I mention what is on there just yes. as a recap? Because yes. it's been a while. It's been a while. Okay, we have Breaking Bad, which I've only seen season one of. The Good Place, which I've seen two seasons of, but Cameron knows nothing about, mm-hmm. so that will be fun. Uh, Gotham, Cameron has seen all of it. Yep. I've seen none of it. Uh, Lethal Weapon, I've seen the first season. Cameron's seen two of them, and we neither of us have seen the third. Mm-hmm. Star vs. the Forces of Evil, I've watched most of season one. Cameron has seen nothing. Ash vs. Evil Dead, we have sat through most of, except like the last three episodes of season three. It was literally, we were three episodes, yeah. Yep, and we never finished it. <laughs> Mr. Robot, you've seen all of it? First two seasons. Yet you own all of it? Yes. Okay. Because I, I I was watching, I think I finished season two, but I was like, I should wait until, because I knew it was on the wheel. I'm like, I should just wait. <laughs> I have seen the fir- the opening of episode one. That's all I've seen of Mr. Robot, and yeah. I am psyched. Oh, it's a great show. Uh, Twin Peaks, I've seen two episodes of. You've seen the first two seasons, yeah, but you the, have not, not seen the latest the revival season. Uh, Preacher, I've seen all of season one, the first episode of season two. You know nothing. Well, I know about it, but yes. I just, I haven't watched it. Fringe, neither of us have seen, yep. but it sounded interesting. Hopefully it's not The Strain. <laughs> apparently, again, apparently the first season is the worst of Fringe, but the rest is significantly better, apparently. I'd rather have that than the first season be the only good part. That's also true. And Samurai Jack, which you have seen all of? Yes. Or at least most of. Most of. I... I've seen bits and pieces yeah I, I i've sat through most of the original series um i, th- I know i've sat through the first se- and second seasons like i rewatched that but i don't remember much of the other two mm. um I, re- I just remember little episodes here and there and, I, and of course i watched all of season five which was fucking phenomenal <laughs> nice and that should be it besides nikita which will be added yes. whenever we spin this next time yep depending so that on how many long series wheel give me a second what? We need to do this? What were you knocking for? Hmm. <laughs> That's a very good question. Okay. So, it is time to... Oh, I need to play. Okay. Spin! What we get? What we get? We are going to sit next. We are going to sit through Star versus the Forces of Evil. Yeah. It was an inch away from Ash versus Evil Ooh, Dead. All right, Star versus the Forces of Evil, ladies and gentlemen. I will admit, 
I mostly wanted Mr. Robot. <laughs> but I've also been very excited to sit through Star vs. Forces of Evil. Because uh, you've said it's hilarious. It's gra- It apparently gets Gravity Falls levels of, like, emotional. Damn! And it's four seasons. <laughs> Gravity Falls levels. It's Gravity Falls levels of funny. <laughs> Ooh. So, um, this is a show that recently ended. Four seasons, right? Yes, four seasons. It is on Hulu if you care to sit through it. Mm-hmm. Or you can find it on other places, probably probably Disney Plus mm-hmm. and other places <clears throat> <laughs> that I cannot legally promote. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that will be next time with whatever movie is next. I think <laughs> so we did, Jacob. I think next is Quieten, actually. Let me look it up. I have the list right here. Uh, no, we did Quieten. Next would be... Uh, after Quieten, it's going to be Bears and Bells Forest, and then Five Fingers of Death. Five Fingers of Death is next. Yes. That is a fun one. I highly suggest you listen to that one. Listen, Unlike the rest of our episodes, obviously. Listen to that one? Listen. Oh, to our thing. Episode. Okay. Or you can watch the movie, too. It's That's what I'm Prime. saying. I didn't know if you were talking about the movie or the episode. I didn't know if it was a slip of, a slip of the tongue or not. No, I was talking about our episode. Just okay, listen just to listen us to talk. Us. Don't actually watch movies anymore. <laughs> listen to us. Except when we tell you to watch it. Yeah, which is any dealer's bad. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I feel bad. I don't want to leave Invader Sim. It was such a good time. I know, right? This is going to run to a Hannibal problem, though, where we are meeting back-to-back tones. Because Star Wars Force of the Evil at the start is a lot to okay. take in. all right. <laughs> I am very high on caffeine right now. Yes, that's the best. Should I just end the episode with a bunch of Gur moments? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, Bye. <laughs> no, you don't even get a bu- Thank you so much for watching this episode of Cinema Roulette. If you want to follow our hosts, Justin is at JK Pancake on Twitter, and Cameron is at Cameron Picks Inc. on Twitter. You can watch the video version of the podcast. Sometimes you actually get to see our host faces at CamCam on YouTube. Or just look up Cinema Roulette Podcast. Thank you so much to Teller's Place for their artwork that we use mainly in the YouTube version and you can kind of see on the podcast version. If you enjoyed the show, please consider either subscribing to it or rating us on whatever podcast app you use. That would be cool of you.